Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and today's show I think is going to really surprise you, especially those business owners out there. We're looking for opportunities for tax mitigation, and we're going to be talking about R&D tax credits. Um, but here, before we got to start the show uh, with our guest, we want to talk about um, really this fourth quarter. We're now in it. Uh, we need to be mindful of it, and it's now about our relationship with money. Now is the time for a consultation to go over a free financial review and see what 2020 in hindsight looks like and if you can actually do something to help mitigate your taxes and actually move forward into um, 2021 with, with a different outcome. If we wait until January, we can't affect what we could do right now uh, between the fourth quarter of the year. So. Uh, we're going to have a wonderful guest here, Miss Marianne Scott. She's going to tell us all about herself and, uh, and really the programs that she has available uh, for business owners to basically look at some tax credits that they maybe didn't know about. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. I have Miss Mary Ann Scott here, and she is going to be an amazing lady that's going to talk to us about this R&D tax credit. She works for the company Business Group Resources, and it's a firm up in Irvine, California, and I cannot wait to introduce her to you to this group. So thank you so much for being here, Miss Mary. Do you like to go by Mary, Mary Ann, or... How do, how do you like to be Marianne. referred? Marianne. Well, beautiful to meet you today. I, I'm so excited to learn about this uh, R&D tax credits that you have to, you know, just tell us so much about. I, I saw some different requirements um, and things of that nature, and this is where most business owners don't even know this is an available um, option. So, so educate us, please. Yes. Um, so as, as Elizabeth said, I work uh, with, uh, for Business Group Resources. And my, I help companies take advantage of these R&D research and development tax credits that had uh, started in the Reagan administration and they were made permanent in 2015. Mm. And it was because really reward U.S. companies that innovate and keep jobs in the U.S. So with that, 95% um, of most small to medium-sized businesses don't even know about it. Wow. And that's my role as, as a marketing person, is to really help educate those business owners that are out there. And when we think of the research and development, people think, oh, gee, you know, it's, I, I don't, I'm not in a lab uh, with the beakers and, and coming up with a new drug or coding software. This is a very broad definition when we see, say research and development. It's, it is, you have a creative element to what you do. And if you do, and that is your each customer interaction is unique. Mm -hmm. You're developing something different and new. If you have that, plus you have at least one W-2 employee and you pay federal taxes, mm -hmm. then most likely you're eligible. Wow. So with that, um, it, it's really amazing. It, it is probably easier to say who's not eligible. Okay. It's, it's really more the retail uh, establishments, bars and restaurants. Okay. But everybody else, it's pretty broad when we say that. So research and development, would that fall under the category of education? Is there some marketing expenses? Uh, I, I guess I, I need you to fill those blanks in for, for basically the people that are outside of medical. Well, you know what, um, so what, uh, you know, and I am not a tax expert, so uh, to be able to say, but we, we actually uh, have a list of questions uh, that we have, let's say, new clients 
that are wanting to take a look at this. Mm -hmm. And we go through those list of questions, uh, which is really tied to the tax, uh, this R&D tax thing. And so questions like, do you custom design a solution? Do you brainstorm ideas? Do you research and try new, um, let's say, materials, or, or do you develop new mm -hmm. processes? Sure. Uh, do you do any online training, mm -hmm. you know, for your your employees? Uh, do you uh, use CAD, like computer-aided design type of, of um, uh, you know, software, let's say, to come up with a plan? So when you think about it, let, I'll give you just an example. Sure, uh, I, just I love it. recently... Okay. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> yeah, I just recently got a, a, a local dentist back $165,000. And you may say, now, why would a dentist qualify for this? Well, if you think about it, you go in the dentist office and you, uh, you're, a, you're a patient. You've got a toothache. He's got to diagnose it. It's unique diagnosis to you. He comes up with a plan. He may have to you know, find it's the filling and have to take it out. He actually puts the filling in and just the act of putting materials together. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's using some new material that he just researched sure. that he is putting here too. All of that's considered R&D. Think of it, he's making something, maybe making veneers, making a, a crown. That's all manufacturing if you really think about it. Mm -hmm. So in that case, that's why dentists, certainly doctors, but we, we handle uh, pretty much, you, you name it, it's anywhere from general contractors to uh, financial services companies to, um, of course, manufacturing, everybody thinks of that. So it is that creative element that's important to have. And I did a little research on this, Marianne, and I, and I saw that uh, there has to be less than $5 million in annual revenue. I saw that. And then I saw also something about that uh, they basically, is it, is it just new businesses, like up to five years old, or can it be even businesses that are older that can qualify for this tax well, credit? Yeah, there's no, no revenue limit. In fact, uh, think about it. If you look, Amazon, for example, in 2018, mm -hmm. uh, got back $419 million. Oh, my gosh. Okay, You've got to so be kidding. Companies know about it. They're all doing it. Wow. We just did a dental contractor up in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. they are, they're getting back $1.9 million. And oh, my gosh. They're doing $50 million in revenue. So wow. we've done both big companies mm -hmm. all the way down to wholesale flower shop. Wow. You know, uh, we've done pool cleaning services. Think about even the small business, mm -hmm. plumbers, mm -hmm. need help, um, HVAC companies. Um, so just to give you some example, there's there's really no limit as far as how much revenue. The thing is, is that it's necessary to pay taxes, mm -hmm. and the reason is you're getting that tax money back. Right. And when you do get that those credits back, it's tax free money you get back into your pocket. That's so amazing. You can do with that money anything you want. Mm. There's no restrictions. So so you say any size of business owner or business client, any size works. And yes, it, but we would prefer someone at least doing a half a million dollars in revenue a year. Okay. You want to make sure there's enough tax credits, you know, that they've spent, they paid maybe close to 20000 mm -hmm. a year in taxes, mm -hmm. you know, federal taxes. Then you're getting, then there, there's opportunity to get some of that money mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. so, so why do you think that most CPAs aren't really offering this R&D tax credit? 
Well, very good question because I get that all the time. Yeah. There's really three reasons. Uh, the, the, the kind of answers we have, and I've spoken to quite a few CPA firms. One is um, they really don't know that much about it. This is a very specialized, complex tax law. So this is uh, something that you really have to have that level of expertise. Just like think of your CPA as a general practitioner. You mm -hmm. go in, you, you see your doctor once a year, you get a physical, and, and they'll send you to a specialist. Hey, you've got a heart problem, you're going to see a cardiologist. The same thing, now when you're getting into this R&D tax credit area, you want to go to a specialized tax firm. And as I said, Business Incentive Solutions only does this kind of tax work. They don't do the tax work that your company CPA firm does. Okay. And they're not there to do that kind of work. There's over 700 uh, actually tax credit programs, wow. both on a local, federal, and, uh, state and federal level. So our tax firm is really on top of it. The second thing is that CPAs tend to think, oh, it's only manufacturing. Just like the dentist that I mentioned, mm -hmm. talked to his CPA firm, he couldn't understand why his dentist was qualified. And, you know, we walked him through it. Uh, and, and actually, the third thing is that they're so, uh, they have a lot of CPAs have some misinformation, and they'll say to the client, don't do it you're going to get audited. Mm -hmm. And they instill this fear. You know, I've had several uh, potential clients say, hey, my CPA said, no, don't do it. You're going to get audited. Mm. And, uh, and then they, that actually can stop the whole conversation, mm. which brings me up to the point of audits. So, uh, which we often get asked that question, does this going to trigger an audit? Mm -hmm. And the answer is, and we, as I said, we've done close to 7,000 companies, and not once has there ever been an audit triggered. That's great. And the reason being is that for because of R&D tax credit. Now, you know, if a company's doing something that's not right, you know, the, the IRS will pick up on it. Mm. You, know, they, you know, you can potentially get audited for, for some other reason. But the thing is, is that uh, when our CPAs we do a free incentive analysis. So if any of you are interested, uh, you can say, hey, I'd like to take a look at it. We will do a free analysis of that and give you a very good idea as to how much money you're eligible for. Mm -hmm. And then once, uh, and by the way, we can go back, the federal government allows us to go back three years in taxes. So wow. right now, you're eligible for 2017, 2018, and 2019. Mm. And oh, by the way, if you're a California company, mm -hmm. um, the R&D program was so successful on the federal level that California actually mirrored the same thing, and they're the most generous state wow. in the country in tax credits. So for every dollar you get back in federal, on average, you will get back 50 cents on, from the state. So wow. we can go back four years with mm. the state of California. Well, that's and, that's amazing. I would imagine that you're so busy right now. I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I, I, so the, the point is, is that once we do that free look, our CPAs mm. know 100% whether you're eligible or not. And it is by law. You, it, these are congressionally mandated R&D tax credit. By law, if you qualify, you are entitled to this money. 
So there, if, if in fact they look at your, because uh, we have to look at the uh, taxes, mm -hmm. and the CPAs actually do that, and they say, no, they're not qualified, we'll send a client and say, you're not qualified, no recovery, for whatever tax reason that they have. But once we finish and do the work, we actually do amended re uh, returns, we send them into the IRS. The IRS also does their own study. Mm. They study it and they look at the numbers and they'll either concur with the numbers or they may sometimes, they'll say, gee, no, it's actually a little bit more. Now our tax firm takes a very conservative approach and we always leave a little bit of money on the table. So we're not there to stretch the boundaries or you know cause the IRS to you know, uh, be raising or saying, hey, no, 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 you're, you're, you're asking for more money than what you should. Mm -hmm. So with that, once they do their study and they concur, they cut the check. You get the check, it's done. So it is a, it is a completed study. It's a completed on their end. There's no more to look at. So it's not that they're going to come back. And that's why there's not audits tra uh, uh, triggered because of this. That's, that's incredible. So, so do they dial down into the business? Is there a particular business entity that actually works better for this? Or can it be a sole prop? Can it be a S corporation, a C corporation, or LLC? Is there a particular business them. design? All of them. Okay. So you said something very interesting to me because you said that you would do an analysis for free. So there has to be a cost involved. You have to all get paid. So is there a percentage? How does that work? You know, if, uh, if as a business owner right now, you know, if I went through this process no. and you were to go through and you'd successfully help find tens of thousands of dollars, if not millions, right? Um, how would that process right. work for your firm? So the next step is once we do the free analysis and we will then we will get a report and I would review that with the client mm -hmm. and give them an estimate. What we our CPAs do is we ask. So we ask our clients to send in the three years federal you know, or the four years of, all four years if you're a California company, mm -hmm. because as I mentioned, the eligibility, uh, if you're not, not a California, then it's the, your last three years of taxes. Uh, they get uploaded to a, a secure encrypted OneDrive. I don't see those numbers. It goes directly to the CPA firm. They will take one year and they will do a high level analysis. Mm -hmm. And then with that, they'll come back with the report. I'll get that. And then I, I schedule a, a call with the client and I go through the numbers. And we can pretty much extrapolate, gee, in 2018, you're getting, let's say, uh, $50,000 and maybe 2019, if you have similar taxes, there'll be another 50. And, and then if it's 26, you know, 17, there'll be maybe about that much. So you can pretty much give a range. Now, at that point, then the client decides, do they want to go forward or not? Do they want us to sure. do the work? Mm -hmm. And by the way, they, there's a lot of time. They could spend 20, 30 hours of tax work mm -hmm. just doing the study sure. on the company. It's mm -hmm. very specific to the company. And it's also based on the information form that we have the client fill out. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a project manager uh, follow up with a phone call just to verify information that, that they gathered. And then once we do the work, uh, they sign a contract. Mm -hmm. In the contract, that's where it spells out our fee. Mm -hmm. So whatever the final recovery amount is that we come up with, sure. our fee is 33%. Okay. And that, uh, the way that we get paid is when we finish the mm -hmm. work, when we actually have the docs 
completed, mm -hmm. um, I get a final invoice. And because now all the taxes have been done by a year, okay. both federal and state, and then based on those numbers, we can see what the final amount of the recovery dollars are. Mm -hmm. And with that, we, we say, okay, 33% of that is our fee, of which 50% of that is due at the time that they sign the docs. Okay. So when they're, uh, we, we ask, we you know, require that fee at that point, 50% of the fee, then the docs get signed, we use DocuSign, mm -hmm. they sign the docs, our CPAs handle all of the returns, they send it into the, the, the taxing authorities, mm -hmm. and then when the client gets their checks, yeah. as the checks are coming in, that's when we get the remaining 50%. Okay, and now if they're paying this as a professional fee to you all, does that create a deduction for, for the business owner again because they just paid you a fee? Is that something that goes on the balance sheet? That I don't know. Okay. Uh, Just curious question. questions. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first time I've, I've been asked that, <laughs> and I don't know the answer to that. Well, Marianne, I have to say you are quite impressive. This is a very impressive conversation. We work with a lot of business owners. I think that yeah. uh, you know the big, the big piece on the news in the past several years has been cost segregation. This seems way more exciting than cost segregation, but I think that also flows within this as well. So your firm is located in Irvine, but do you work across the country or do you? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Nationally. I just finished a company in Maryland, a $10 million company, and there's two, it's an S Corp, two shareholders, mm -hmm. and they're going to get back the combined of $275,000. Isn't that amazing? So $275,000 that they didn't have before, and a third of that goes to y'all? I mean, I think that's not a bad trade-off. Yeah, and they, and they, 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 they you know, you, the reaction, because I, I have to, when I get back these big numbers, you know, I'm thinking, okay, now how do I set this up? I, I, tie, I go through and walk you through, this has been congressionally mandated by law, you are entitled to it, blah, and then I ask them, how much do you think you're going to get back, and it's always really not a lot, and they mm -hmm. say, I, you know, I have no idea, and then you give them a number like that, and they're like, wow, this is too good to be true. Yes. I mean, that's the, the reaction. I mean, think about it. Who do you ever can think of, you know, in business that gives you a, a call that does this work, mm -hmm. that gives you this great news that you're getting back $275,000? Yeah. You didn't even know that you had. Right. You know, and, and so that is just amazing. And this is why I love doing it is because it gives me great joy, and I'm just so thrilled when I can help my uh, wonderful, all these great business owners uh, take advantage of this, mm -hmm. and it's just sitting there. It's waiting for you to say, "Hey, let's do this. Let's take a look." And, I, th um, I think it's an amazing, yeah. amazing thing. And I know you have mentioned in the questions that you answered for for us that you have a 25-minute um, like webinar that you've done and that you can actually hold for people so they can get a better, you know, more educated knowledge about this process. Yes. I think right. that would be powerful. I would yeah. love to, you know, to share that with our business owners because I don't think that you don't know what you don't know, and we depend on our CPAs so much. And if our CPAs are just not confident in that realm, you know, then then I think that there's a professional for everything. So, so this yeah. is this is powerful, and this is a money show. I mean, we're talking about business. I'm not talking about you so much about you know your relationship with money, but I think that you're you're doing some incredible work for business owners that are just you know, they're passionate about making business happen. And, and I guess uh, my big question would be is, um, 
you know, every year going forward, is that something that you, you know, analyze, you know, continuously, or is it something no. you just go back? Okay. So is it the firm? Yeah. Is it the firms and you know, would they do they want to take on more more of the whole client or just this portion? Just this portion, uh, so they stay in their lane, and we make sure these CPA firms, their CPA knows that we're not there to take their business. That's not the tax work they do. Okay. They only do R and D tax credit. So we're really a complement. We go hand in glove. That's great. And we represent our client a hundred percent. We hundred percent guarantee our work. So let's say you know there's a, a situation where sometimes um, uh, the IRS will have a question. We submit the docs, then the, the client gets a letter from the IRS. They want to learn, get more information. They hand that letter to us. The CPA firm deals directly and answers any questions, walks them through the numbers. Usually it's to clarify those numbers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the, C, uh, the actual IRS will say, hey, you're going to get back 120000 We think it's 130 You know, mm -hmm. that sometimes it's a little bit less. And we adjust our fee on the back end. If okay. they come back and say, no, it's $10,000 less, then we adjust the fee. So um, that's, that's... Well, I think it's incredible. Yeah, I think it's incredible. And Marianne, I'd love to have you come back on the show and just kind of tell us even more more information because I think that you, you know your firm offers so much. But uh, that's, that's one of the biggest things I say to people all the time, that I've never met anyone that likes to lose money, and I've never met anyone that loves to pay more taxes than they need to. So... So this is, uh, you know, like you say, hand in glove. I love the analogy because it, it, it works and coordinates perfectly. Uh, again, I'd love for you to come back. I think it would be amazing. Uh, isn't Marianne amazing? So, wow, business owners out there, this is something that you want to get information about. I think we'll have in the, in the information here where you can get in touch with Marianne, uh, but I think it's one of those things that you can't, you can't wait to pass, you know, don't let it pass you by. This is something where, um, you know, even our conversation just meeting today, I would love to even have a conversation about our businesses here as well. So I hope this was fabulous for you. It was for us. And again, I hope it's a major information about your relationship with money. If you're a business owner, who doesn't want to get some of this money back? And, uh, and if we can do it all based on tax law, what a wonderful thing. Again, thank you so much, Marianne. It's been a pleasure to have you. You're welcome. Thanks yes. for having me. Yes. Wasn't Marianne wonderful? Boy, my business owner clients really want to know about that. We just need to see what's available to us. There's so much tax law out there that we really don't understand. So uh, without further ado, we're going to talk a little bit about the closing of this Ways to Love Your Money podcast. And uh, we want you to check out our Instagram. And, and our username is at Copia, C-O-P-I-A-W-M. So we post financial tips and fun pictures and really updates about the financial world on there on a regular basis. So we'd love for you to be a part of that. Uh, we do have an audience question that I'm going to have Rachel speak to me right now. And she's going to um, tell me what that question is. And hopefully I'll give you the best answers I possibly can. I am struggling to stay on budget. What are some tips for keeping yourself on track? Probably one of my first tips is to really look at what we call your cash flow analysis. Um, cash flow analysis is where go over the last two or three months of your credit card statements and your bank statements. I am a big proponent of not using credit cards. So how does this work? Uh, because if we even pay off our credit card each and every month, 
If you actually track your credit card spending, you might start to see your credit card spending getting more and more and more and more and higher and higher. So if it's getting higher and higher, are you living within the lifestyle that, that your money will provide for you? So if you break down your fixed expenses and then your variable expenses and you kind of see what they are, then it's time to kind of see which ones do I need to uh, maybe shrink down. What am I willing to sacrifice to get what I want? So if I'm willing to sacrifice enough to be able to save the money I want to save, we should have something showing for the hard work that we're actually you know, doing out there. We should start saving in our um, you know, opportunities, whether it's life insurance, whether it's 401k to the match, whether it's uh, a Roth IRA if you can qualify, if you're a business owner looking at maybe some defined benefit planning, uh, 401k, things of that nature that you can create for your employees. Uh, those all have a big gamut of exposure. So how do we get you on your personal budget and help you manage that better? You need to get in touch with your finances and see what you have to spend and what you don't have to spend. You know, is your, your fixed expenses is going to be your rent or your mortgage, um, your car payment, your car insurance. Those shouldn't fluctuate. Your variable ones are all the lifestyle. We're working extremely hard each and every day to make the money that we make, but are we paying ourselves first? Paying ourselves first is probably the most important part. Obviously, the government has their hands in our pocket before we even get our paycheck, but what we have to work with in our budget and our means, we need to see our own financial behavior. So if you want a copy of our budget analysis worksheet that we created, and you can follow suit with that, you're welcome to even call our office and ask to have that emailed to you. You can give us a ring at 619-640-2622. We'd love to send it to you and give you some direction on how to do it. We also talk about this a little bit in our book, Wealth by Design, so that's something that maybe you want to ask the copy for as well. All right, I hope you enjoyed this show. We did, and we oh so much look forward to having our next show come out, so stay tuned each week. The information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.